0: and find purpose in staying free forever. Here are your hosts, Matt Klein and Braden Happner. Hey guys, it's Matt here. Before we get going, we just want to thank our episode sponsor, KB Crypto. Do you want to see your money work for you? Featured in Google Finance and Business Insider, KB Crypto is paying weekly profits of up to 15% monthly to those who invest even just one time. There are no hidden fees, an AI-based trading pool, and full access to the company's financials for investors. You can find KB Crypto on YouTube, Instagram, and at kbcrypto.ai. Hello, hello, hello. Got to change it up from the usual hey, hey, hey. Well, um, I'm shocked. <laughs> Radon <laughs> always brings that up that I have the same intro all, over I over. I actually really like it now. Like,
1: I, I... Hey, it's your thing, man. It's totally your thing.
0: It's me. It's me. Let's <laughs> not be someone else. Hey, no, hey, right. hey. Welcome to the Pure Victory <laughs> Podcast. That's better. <laughs> that's Hey, eh? Matt and Braddon here. Pumped to hang out with you today. And uh, yeah, we're excited. Just always, we're always excited to share. We're always excited about what we're talking about. But man, this issue is so cool to, to just bring clarity to what we recommend, what we've seen in terms of the wisdom and in, in a husband sharing. What details with his wife? What should he share? I mean, a lot of men are like, man, I want to be open with my wife. I'm recovering. I'm getting healthy. I'm learning all this stuff about me. Uh, my wife knows I'm going through this journey. My wife's been hurt. She's working through trauma. Uh, what do I tell her? What do I tell her? And so we're going to share a lot today just in, uh, you know, different perspectives and just share uh, some some tidbits that we think can be beneficial for your marriage. Mm-hmm. And
1: one thing we'll just set the table with us too is, We're not going to give you an ABCD formula because we get it. You're very different um, than than any other couple. You're your own unique couple. You're your own unique man, husband. Your wife is unique too. You have nuance to your life and your relationships. So we can't give you an ABCD formula, although there are principles that – do match up with all of us. And we're going to talk about that about how to share with your wife, your husband, you know, what, what that looks like. But we want to acknowledge that, yeah, you're unique, you're different, and we get that. So we don't want you to feel like, wow, you're telling us to do something here and you have no idea who we are as a couple. And, you know, how could you possibly know? Yeah, we're going to acknowledge that right now. We don't, you know, and we're just trying to push you in the right direction a little bit here, help you, um, maybe have some understanding about maybe some things to have in place and how to do this well um but yeah we we get it and um it's just one of those things that i think is an important discussion cuz we've talked to a lot of men you know we were those guys about you know growing <laughs> i know matt you were that wasn't a, something in your marriage but for me it was and I I was a guy that would have wanted to hear this because I had no clue how to share to my wife about my struggles of porn and masturbation. In fact, I fumbled my way through it and probably caused more damage than good. And, you know, I would have really loved to know this stuff. So that's why we're doing a podcast like this because of the feedback we've heard from other guys out there. They don't know what to do. They don't know how to even approach this. And they want to do it in, in, a, in a better way. So let's talk about it today.
0: Yeah, there was somebody I was talking to last week and... Just, you know, he said, I got caught. I got caught watching porn. But there's a part of relief, right? Like, he's like, I kind of wanted everybody to know. I wanted my, my family to know uh that, that this was an issue because I was really struggling, but I didn't know how to do it. And so sometimes if you're in that position, getting support is a really a powerful option for you. So, mm-hmm. I mean, for example, this is one thing that we've talked about a little bit, but in, r- in our ministry with Restored Ministries, we have a cleansing hour that people come on and they just share with us, they share everything. But one thing that we sometimes do with people is we help them write out all of their thoughts that they need to disclose to their spouse. We help them write things out and, 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 and tell their story in a way that it's in paper. You've all, you've gone over it, you've planned it, you've, you've reviewed it. I mean, we can help you with that. And then you you know how to bring it to your spouse then. And so then it's not just a, you know, an emotional thing where then you're scared of saying certain things. And so in the moment you don't, but you're approaching it with wisdom to get support is a really powerful thing to have it in writing is a really powerful thing. I also think that, that, um, it's really an opportunity, the initial disclosure, but also moving forward in how many details to share. I really think it's an opportunity to listen, to learn the the nudges of the Holy Spirit. And when he's putting up a red flag, like, don't go there. And when he's saying like, no, I'm opening the door here, share this. And so really, we need the wisdom and the guidance Mm. of the Holy Spirit. Because like Braden's saying, every marriage is different, every man's different, every woman's different. And so just to lay that out at the start, we've got to be We've got to be spirit led, but getting support is really important yeah. too. And having things in writing, those are kind of some foundational things that, that are key, especially at the beginning.
1: Yeah, absolutely. really is. And having it in writing, it helps you kind of get your thoughts on paper because sometimes speaking it out, we don't say it the way that we, we need to. So that might even help you understand a little bit about you know some of the things that you do need to share that maybe you wouldn't have verbally so it it's it's something to help you another thing i think that um to think through because you're a unique couple you have a unique life together you have unique circumstances and you have your own past and present and one of the things that i think we need to be aware of in our marriage is where what is the state of our marriage you know okay i'm just going to say this if you're a husband you're struggling with porn and you want to tell your wife And, and you know, that's important to do. And Matt and I will tell you, this is a step you will have to take. We're going to coach you hopefully a little bit here, um, kind of what that will look like. But I think one of the steps for you is understanding kind of what is the temperature of your marriage right now? I mean, are you going through a season of drift where maybe you've been married for 20 plus years and you've kind of lost your connection with each other, you know, how you go about it, you know, and, and, and sharing, you know, that could, that could be determined a little bit by, by that, you know, like, cause if, have you not connected with your wife, you have no connection at all. Cause that will affect a little bit of this, um, yep. and understanding, or are you going through a great season in your marriage? I mean, you have this porn addiction, maybe you're struggling, um, uh, maybe it's, you know, at a certain level, but, um, your, your spouse doesn't know though. Like your wife doesn't know there's, there's some understanding you need to have about that too. Or maybe you're going through a really difficult season of marriage right now. Maybe you're really at each other's throats. You're fighting a lot. Maybe there's a lot of conflict and you haven't navigated conflict very well. That will determine a little bit of this too. So why I'm bringing it up, I mean, you don't have to be a psychologist or a psychiatrist or a counselor in these areas, but what is the temperature of your marriage? Um, And, you know, another one too is, you know, if you're a believer, a Christ follower, and your spouse isn't, there's some understanding you need to have a little bit about there too. So I'm, it sounds like, I don't know that I'm complicating things a little bit here with this, but it's just something that we need to be aware of. What is the temperature currently of your relationship? Um, if your relationship tank, we always say that there, every relationship has this tank where, you know, if you filled into it and your connection is there, you know, you, you feel like you're really one as a couple, you have more to draw from. Whereas if you're running on fumes, you haven't really invested in your marriage at all. You don't have a lot, in the way of any kind of connection well that will change things a little bit too and if a big you know piece like this drops in your life as far as sharing with your spouse so when i say this though this isn't a time to make excuses and say well my marriage is bad so i don't have to tell them that's not what we're saying okay it's just being aware of where you're at and that will help determine a little bit about you know some of the nuance at least in your life and we want to acknowledge that
0: yeah that's true i mean one thing that that i sometimes ask people or ask men i guess when they're saying, you know, how do I disclose this to my wife or how do I how do I share this with my wife? I'll just say, well, what kind of what kind of relationship do you have? Like do you have one where forgiveness happens quickly and fully? Or are there are there like when you've shared mistakes with your wife in the past, has there has there been grace or does she get after you? Mm-hmm. I mean, either way, you got to share, but it changes how you do it. Yeah. And so you got to be willing, you got to be aware of that and 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 are you going to come across harshly or gently are you going to be like apologetic or just say it matter-of-factly with no emotion yeah like you got to be you got to be very aware of the other person their heart and how they're going to take it and so i would say if if a if a if a wife if your wife is more on the gracious understanding side of the spectrum um there's a bit more safety there but if not if they're more like, they take things really hard, they're sensitive, they get offended. I mean, man, get support. Like Brad and I have been in, in meetings before where the disclosure happens when we are there. And, and Kelly, too, with our with our wives and different people. Like for a wife or a husband to disclose something to their spouse when they're not sure how the reaction will be. Sometimes it's so safe to have a coach or a counselor there. Or a pastor or a friend. Just to have somebody there to help kind of navigate that's not super emotionally invested to the degree of the spouse. When you're doing this initially, though, you got to share what you're struggling with. And share as much as you can about why it happened, uh, your heart struggles, the lies that you've believed. You probably won't know a lot of it, though. Like initially, when when people are stuck in addiction for so long, for years, whether it's three years or 40 years, whatever, a lot of times they don't know the lies that they've believed or they don't know the heart issues that they have. Like, um, you know, Scripture says guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. And so if you've continually been doing things from your heart posture, you Mm -hmm. sometimes don't recognize that there's an error there because it's just become your norm. And so if you can recognize some things that have led to addiction, share that, but don't share it in a way that's justifying. Mm -hmm. Just share it to say, hey, I just want you to know, honey, this is what I do. I'm trying to figure out why I do it. This is what I think. And now I'm going to get some help. Like I'm going to look at groups. I'm going to look up a ministry. Yeah. I'm going to look for support. Talk to my pastor. Talk to my best friend. I really want to help or get help in this. And so I need you to know where I'm at. Yeah. What you don't need to do is you don't need to go into all of your fantasies and your deepest fantasies and all of the different genres and types of pornography that you've looked at. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't go into that because wh- you got to think. I mean, Kelly, who coaches our women, she always asks really good questions and she just goes like what's your motivation for this like what's what's the point in other words is it going to tear down or is it going to build up or is it going to just cause like unnecessary trauma and so sometimes this and we'll talk more about this in a bit here but when you're sharing all of the nitty-gritty details sometimes it's not super necessary in order to instigate the healing process and so things can come out as we go but Initially, you just really got to say like, "This is what I'm struggling with. I'm struggling with porn masturbation. Um, these, I think, these are the hard issues, the lies that I'm believing." And I'm and I'm really going to get support. And over the conversation, it'll probably be a longer conversation. There's going to be questions that come though. Mm-hmm. And so, Brian, you're talking about the questions, like being ready for the questions that you're going to get, right? Mm, yeah, that's important. We may not know how to be fully honest
1: yet, though, because you know what happens when you have porn in your life is you learn really deceptive patterns of way of hiding. And you've gotten really good at it often. I mean, sometimes not as good as you think, because maybe your wife has caught you here and there. Maybe others have caught you here and there. But you've learned how to be deceptive and rationalize and say, oh, it's not that bad, right? So part of the reason why Matt's talking about support too, is we need to have support. being in a group, a healing group, accountability, we need those structures in place to help us break those deceptive patterns so that we're able to fully disclose when the time comes. Um, but we have to share something. And I think it's important, you know, um, as you're going through this process, you need to have a couple areas of movement in your life. One, you need to recognize, yes, I have to share with my spouse, my wife, that this is what's happening. But the other movement piece that you need is what support do I have? And I have to work towards having support in my life. If you don't have that and you drop this grenade bomb on your spouse and you have no one to help you and support you and come around you, it could get really bad really quick. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, um, and we've seen it and uh, so it's important you know like that you have these support structures in place and it's not that you are hiding these things that you're moving forward in that with your spouse with your wife um, and, and, and then getting better and then you can come to her 10 years later and say hey I won't struggle with porn we don't recommend that you yeah. need to tell her at a point and you know there there is there is um a pattern for this we'll get into that a little bit later in the podcast but you need to have support and one of the things too in your marriage is What support does your marriage have? Um, You know, because often guys, you know, I'm speaking to the husbands out there. You might have support around you. You might have a great accountability partner. You might be in a healing group with a good group of guys. But what about your wife? You know, what support do you have in your marriage too? Because that's an individual thing when you're getting those things. And it does affect your relationship, of course. But, you know, often we tell these things and our spouse is left there picking up the pieces and they have no support. That's really damaging to them. They don't know how to deal with that trauma. Yeah. So, do you have other couples in your corner? Do you have you know a church family? Do you have counselors that you can you know reach out to you? Do you have you know people that can come alongside you um, um, to help you navigate this? And some of you out there might be like, Braden, I don't have any of that. Well you know what, I'm going to tell you there's hope and you can move forward in finding some of those things. It's just going to take some proactivity on your part to reach out and look for those things and pray for those things. God's not going to leave you high and dry here, but it does take a choice on your part. I have to look for these things and find the support for our marriage. And you know what? One of the things too, if you realize, man, my marriage has no support, that's another problem all of itself that goes beyond your porn problem. Like if you had no support in your marriage at all, that's something that needs to be addressed anyway. And that's, oh, man, I'm going down a rabbit trail. <laughs> but that's another question all of itself. But I mean, some of these times, these things can jolt us to realize, man, we haven't had support for a long time. And now's the time more than ever,
0: than ever to get that support. The marriage guy was the marriage ministry guy is going on a rabbit trail about support for marriages. It's good. Going it's, on a rant. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It's, it's so yeah. important. But I want to clarify just something that I said a couple minutes ago. I, just to make sure that I'm clear. We got to tell them everything that we've done. We -hmm. don't need to tell them everything that we've thought about. That's the better way to say it. I think I said that we don't need to tell them everything, but that's what I was saying. In our thought life, there's different things that we're going to get into soon, how to do this, but... You don't need to share all of the fantasies. But however, there's a thing called staggered confession. So we always want to share the easiest thing first. Well, I struggle with lust. What does that mean? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. So, or oh, I I relapsed this twice this week. No, you relapse if you've been free for a while and then you fell back into it. Like you didn't relapse. So it's like I've been going to massage parlors. And I've been, I've been, I ha- getting happy endings in the massage parlor or I went to the strip club. Right. You know, like that you could be, I'm struggling stuff. with lust, right? And that's <laughs> right. under that <laughs> umbrella. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you want to share this because staggered confession. It's so easy to say I struggle with lust or I struggle with porn, you know, saying I struggle with gay porn. That's a different thing. Yeah. So that's, it's, it's like you got it or, or I've, you know, had these affairs. So you don't say I struggle with porn and then all of a sudden your wife is like, okay, Now I have to deal with this. And then a week later after they're like trying so hard to process what you've shared, then you're like, and I also went to massage parlors. Then you set them back and they're like, what the heck? Like, is there anything else? No, that's it. Because you're staggering your confession. And then a month later, you're like, yeah, and I had an affair too. And it's like all of these things that just every time you're re-traumatizing your wife. And so as hard as it is at the start, you can't just do the staggered confession where you only share the easy stuff. And that's part of why you have to prepare ahead of time, and you have mm-hmm. to get support. Like that's part of why writing it out is better, or getting support is better from other people, because then you can have guidance in doing this. And even for you, like the tendency as a human being is to take the easy way out. Yeah. So if you're in the moment, not in, and you haven't prepared, written it, you don't have support. I mean, you're gonna. It's so uncomfortable, so you're gonna want the easy way out. And so you you want to share everything that you've done, right away, and then say, "I'm getting help." and i'm so sorry and you got to understand her pain and say things like you're going to probably be so angry at me and i understand that and you're allowed to be angry and you can say like this is not your fault but i've affected you now and i want to encourage you to get support even though it's not your fault and you're probably going to get angry at me but i want us i want our marriage to be better than ever and i want to be open with you yeah and so this is why i'm doing this because i've been holding back the way that i could love you for so long and maybe you've sensed something and haven't really known, but you just have to be, you know, aware of where I'm at, but I really want to get better. Yeah. And so you you want to share in understanding or having your wife understand everything that you've done, what you're going to do, but then understanding her heart too and, and how you're going to encourage her in this. Yeah, so true. And
1: I think that's a really key point that you brought up about that, you know, and, and it, you're sharing with your spouse the path that you're going on to get help. And that brings safety and security as well, because often in a staggered confession or other, these other confessions where you have none of that, really what you're doing is you're just setting up more trauma. Like you're setting the table for trauma in your, your wife's life. And that's not good at all. Like, it's just going to cause so many problems. going to break trust on an ongoing basis. And one of the things I'll address too, you know, just came to my mind is uh, I, I've heard this. A lot of guys are like, well, I'm just not going to tell her because the hurt and the pain is going to be, it's, yeah. it's going to cause too much damage. That's a so common just to one. And what, what I'll say to you is I'm going to, I'll be very blunt with you. You will be found out. You will be found out. You know, God loves you too much to let you go hidden in this junk. And it would be much better if you control the way that you, you come about doing this, because if it's found out in other ways, it's going to be way worse for you. The consequences will be way worse. If your wife finds out that you've been doing this behind her back and you've been hiding it for years, you know how much more hurt she's going to be about that because you've been lying to her versus if you come forward and tell her and you own it, you tell her the truth of that That's going to create an opportunity to rebuild trust. Whereas if you've been hiding and lying for years, your opportunity to rebuild trust may never come. Or if it does, it'll be way harder of a grind to get there. So this is so important, guys. You have to realize you will need to tell your wife. And it's better that
0: you go on the journey now than waiting tomorrow. Like, start now. Man, that's such a good point. I, I always laugh. I'm like, I'm like, do these wives have a club where they say the same thing? Because <laughs> over and over and over again, we hear wives say it's not the porn that was the biggest issue, it's the lying. It's the lying. Mm-hmm. It's the lie. And so when you're bringing your confession up yourself, it's like, okay, well, at least she's being honest in this yeah. moment. There's still going to be like, whoa, you've lied to me for how long? There's still going to be that. But if she busts you, then like you're not even being honest in that. And then like, and then so when you say, oh, well, I wanted to stop. How did, why would she believe you? (laughs) She's going to believe you if you come forward with her and say, hey, honey, I got to tell you something. Then she'll believe that you probably want to stop. But if you just get busted, I mean, she has no reason to believe you. And so like husbands, you got to understand too that, that the trauma of a woman and the trauma to a marriage lasts well beyond your freedom. Yeah. So guys that get free of pornography, sexual immorality, masturbation, all this stuff, uh, uh, infidelity, adultery, all that, guys that get, that get free of that, the trauma and the dealing with it, with the effects of it lasts for like sometimes years after the addiction or the sin has stopped mm-hmm. because there's so much hurt there. And so you just got to understand that you're not a victim. Like I always say this to husbands, you're not a victim. You Like if your wife is having a hard time two years after you've been porn free… You brought something into your marriage that God didn't intend for you to bring in, yeah. so you're going to have consequences now that He doesn't want, that He didn't mm. intend for you to have, and so you're not a victim when she has, you, you know, a, a a trauma or PTSD or whatever reaction. It's an actually an opportunity for you to learn how to love her and support her. Mm even more and so you don't want to just go well okay I guess it's a consequence I'm just going to leave it no it's an opportunity for you to deal with the consequence and help help your heart or the, the heart of your wife to heal
1: that's why you need support you need support in this and you need to have something in place maybe where she could get support or at least have opportunity to get support because it's so true the trauma is real guys. It really is. I was just listening to a podcast the other day with a woman named Kirsten Samuel. And you know, I think that she, she her just articulates her story so well um, about how her husband came clean with her. But one of the things she said of how she felt was that she felt like he had traded her in. How does a wife feel moving forward from that? The pain of that moment of feeling like she was traded in. That's a very real feeling that wives go through. And so You you know, often we think with uh, sharing this stuff, it's that I'm getting a weight off of my chest. And there's a part to play in that for sure. A confession has that, you know, you release that burden, but you have to understand too that even though you might feel better by releasing a burden, the pain that is being caused in that moment for your wife is very real and and often is lasting into, you know, like Matt said, well beyond your freedom. So acknowledge that, understand that. And it doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it, because, like we we're talking about, if she catches you in the act or you know busts you, the pain is going to be much worse because you've lied to her. Whereas, if you come forward with truth, it'll be, it'll you at least have an opportunity, a chance to to uh, reconcile your marriage.
0: Yeah, and so then this is a this is a common thing that comes up then, and and maybe Brad, you can speak to this because you went through it in your marriage more than me, but like the wife then gets so curious. And yeah. I mean, this happens every single time. The wife is so curious, has all these questions, all these thoughts running through her mind. Am I not pretty enough? Was it my fault? Who mm-hmm. is he looking at? Uh, all of these things. And so she'll ask these questions. Like, I want to know. I want to know everything. I want to know what you're thinking about. Like, how often are you thinking about other women? Yeah. Uh, and so we got to then have wisdom. And how much of that, how much of the fantasy life that we have do we share with our wife and what do we not share? And then how do we deal with that stuff?
1: Yeah. Go back to listen to how we got porn out of our marriage. That was when me and my wife share about this because we had porn in our marriage. And um, she, uh, she shares about this because um, uh, she, for a year, she was a cop in our marriage. Yeah. This or, was,
0: this was early, by the way, probably yeah. like one of the first 10 episodes. Yeah, it was, on, it was early on. It was
1: early on. But um, she became a cop in her marriage because she wanted to manage my behavior and to, you know, negotiate the details and, and to learn all the details. And, you know, as we were learning about this, we realized how harmful that was because she was going through repeated traumatic events where I would be doing okay for a while. And then all of a sudden I'd look at porn and masturbate and now she's reliving all of the pain that she had initially. It wasn't working. So I was learning that, Hey, you know, I, she needs to know that I'm getting help and that I do struggle with porn and I'm battling this, but that's the level that she needs to know um, the details in and out of all the other stuff. It's just not going to help the marriage. And then she struggled with that. I remember she talking about this. She's like, well, you know, who else is going to look out for you then? Or who else is going to, you know, be aware of this stuff? And then when she learned that I had this support where I could talk about it with other men, I had accountability that were keeping, keeping me to account. I had something in place she could release that and she realized you know very quickly um after that was occurring that this is better this is the way to go about it and um she didn't she stopped being a cop in the marriage and she could be a wife again and she could deal with her own emotional pain and stuff with this instead of trying to manage mine and you know that was so powerful for us and it really was a big moment in our healing journey in our marriage and even for me getting free um was was that moment and even though it was tough it was, it was a, an important acknowledgement on our part to realize that, you know, as husband and wife, there's, there's a different roles for us to play in this. And her being the cop in the marriage isn't a good, good idea at all. Um, and that doesn't mean that it absolves me from telling um, and be her being aware of uh, a level of what's going on. But you're right, Matt, like the day in and day out not a good idea. It's just going to cause trauma and tra- you know, traumatic events over and over again for her.
0: How did you handle that when she kept asking questions that, that you maybe thought weren't the a, best for her to know?
1: That's a great question. So I, I told her, hey, and in my groups and, and what I'm learning, I, I I was just very gracious with her because I said, I understand why you want to know, but what I'm learning is that this isn't doing us any good. I want you to know though, that I have support in place. I have people that are looking out for me. I have places where I can talk about why I'm doing this and, 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 you know, I can get into the nitty gritty details, but the nitty gritty details aren't going to help you. And, you know, I'm just going to let you know, this is what I'm learning. And from what I understand and what I'm growing in here for us to have freedom in our marriage and freedom for me, the best approach is different than what we've been doing. So I, I would communicate her, to her that way. And she gave me pushback, to be honest. She yeah. didn't, didn't trust me with that. Yeah. But over time, she was, she was praying and leaning into God too. She started starting to get a little bit of support and some of the things she was learning as well too. She learned that this was true, that it wasn't the best idea for her. And she had to go through a journey herself, but that's what I had to do. So I think in this moment, you got to be gracious guys with your wife, because one of the reasons why she wants to know all the details is because she She's hurting and she thinks by knowing the details that somehow that's going to create more, um, stop the lies maybe, and maybe help you manage this because she does, she cares maybe for you, but also she wants to know because it's the unknown that's killing her. Um, And really what release, releasing that understanding that you are getting help. That's why support is so important. You need that um, in your, your life you know, that's going to just go a long way to helping her have safety and security and trust, rebuild that trust with you. And then you can talk about, Matt, you're saying this, you could talk about what you are learning, you know, like, Hey, the emotional pain of why I, 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 maybe this has come about in my life. You know, I had this happen in my past or, you know, I've realized I a lot of pride and anger in my life and sharing those things will build your intimacy and your oneness. Um, and you can share those things.
0: Yeah, that's a great point. That's a great point. Because the reason she's going to give you pushback is because she, she's been lied to for so long. And yeah. she thinks that you not telling her things, uh, that, that you're lying again. So she's going to push back. And she thinks that, like you said, like the answer is going to satisfy her curiosity. But it will only lead to worse things. Yeah. So some questions that you can ask yourself are like, me sharing this, is this going to help our recovery process? Or is it just going to re-traumatize my wife for no reason? Mm-hmm. Some things you're going to traumatize your wife by sharing, but there's going to be a reason for it. Like you want to expose things and and build, but here's an example. There's so many different genres in pornography. There's like, there's incestual thing, there's things there's like, yeah. you know, stepfather and stepdaughter and those things. Then there's, there's orgy, there's same sex. There's like, you know, there there's child porn. There's a whole bunch of different genres. And so do you need to share all of that with, with your spouse, I would say if you're if you're not like like this person who just craves incestual sex in life, well then right. it's not the biggest issue. It's just that's something that you've seen in porn because it's in porn, and porn just you know it you know titillates the other the the other side of the uh, the grass is greener on the other side right, of the fence, right. right? Yeah, and so there's that, but that's not a huge issue. However, if you're like if there's a person in your family that you're just like absolutely crazy about and lusting after for years well then that's a that's an issue mm-hmm. and so if you're you know if you're really finding yourself um craving something in a in a way that it's like really wrecking your life i would say go back to why is why did that come up and you want to share the heart issues and so um for example if people are always looking up pornography with older women or women in authority, uh, maybe their 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 mother wasn't nurturing as it, when they were a child. So you can share that with your spouse. You go, you know, you know what I'm finding. The reason, one of the reasons, with that I go to pornography or go to masturbation or whatever, is because um, because when I was young, I just didn't really get nurtured in the way that I wanted to, and that's always left a hole in my heart that I never really recognized. But now I'm starting to recognize that that is related to what I've been doing. And so it's so good that I've been able to recognize this. And now I want you as my wife to be able to see that in me and help me just understand the trauma and how that's affected me. But you don't have to go, you know, I'm just always craving milf porn. (laughs) Like I'm always looking for older women. Because it's like, actually the heart issue behind it, that's what you share. So you share the heart, you share the lies that you've believed. Well, I just never felt like I was worthy of, of the love of a woman or whatever, like you share that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But this is the problem because there, there are other ministries, uh, particularly ministries dealing with the wives of betrayal trauma, where they say, well, you got to demand that, you know, every fantasy, what if she's fantasizing? What if he's fantasizing about your friend and you're around your friend and you don't know it. Right. So they're they're like, you got to demand all of this. We just think that's very unwise. Because as a husband, you have to get everything out in a group or in support, you know, with a friend, with a pastor. You need to get. That's why we do our cleansing hours. That's why we have our groups in Pure Freedom Journey. You got to get everything out and have support uh, so that you can really have no secrets. But with your wife, if you share with her that man, I've just like you know I've craved or fantasized about this person in my life, um, she's never gonna forget it it might be like a month long that you think about that person in that way. And then you deal with it and you don't even, and then you can go on for 20 years and never have a sexual thought about that person, but she'll never forget it. No. no. And so that's going to cause trauma for no reason. Yeah. And that's why we say, is that, is it going to cause trauma for a beneficial reason or just for no reason at all? And so you really got to be wise in what you share.
1: It's true. You know, I think that that's why you mentioned that the groups are so important because it is important that we do share we have to be wise about what we share and who we share with though. Um, and we have just seen too much damaging information out there about, you know, what you're saying, you know, you share it all with your wife and, you know, at this point or whatever else. And man, like, how do you pick up the pieces from that? You know, and we're not trying to say this to make you like you get you off the hook here. Um, but if anything, what we're sharing is the, the wise way of doing this so that you are getting healing and freedom and that your wife isn't traumatized um that's really the goal of this and that's why it's important that you have support. So, you know, kind of to summarize over some of these things that we talked about is, you know, taking kind of a temperature of what your marriage is like and understanding uh, the best path forward based on that. And then as well, what support do you have so that when you do disclose what you disclose, you have some support around you. And one of the things that I'll mention, you know, it's important, like we want to tell you stop um if, if you don't have support in place or place to share, we're, we just say stop this isn't a time for you to go share with your wife yet um and uh to you know after you listen to this podcast great i'm gonna go tell her right now hey uh, we, we love the enthusiasm on your part and your understanding if you need to share but you need support around you um to be able to navigate some of these things so that's what we're going to say to you right now is just make sure that you're working towards getting those things in place because we, we don't want staggered confessions that's So bad for your marriage, stay your confessions. You, you need to learn how to do a full disclosure. Um, And one of the things that Matt was alluding to is you will need to share that you are getting help and initially have some sharing thing, but it's, you're not going to do it in a staggered way. You're going to share what she needs to know and understand that you are getting help because what we don't want to is that you're going to a group and she's like, why are you going every Wednesday night to this thing? Like, what is this? We don't want you to be put in a place where you're lying to her. You don't want that. Or that, you're not sharing her ahead of time of what you're doing here because you are going to have some level of sharing here that you're going to have to do because secrecy in marriage is not good. It's not good. It's not going to promote intimacy in your marriage. So is there anything you wanted to say to that, Matt? I-
0: yeah, I mean, we know that there's different, there's different, you know, I mean, each ministry, each person, whatever, we teach things slightly differently. And and I think it's good just to have different things out there. But, um, But there are different ministries and people that say, you know, you you need to wait, you need to be healthy and be porn free for six months before you share with your wife. But we just, we never really have seen it that way because how cool is it to build, you know, just picture this. If you're building a car, that's a big project. If you're building like something in your house, that's a little bit less (laughs) complex than a car. But if you're building and you've done it together as a husband and wife, that's pretty cool that you can look at that once it's done and be like, man, we did that together. But if a husband builds it on his own and then comes and, and and the wife hasn't known, she hasn't, I mean, it could be a cool surprise and there's that, but it's like you haven't built that together. So in a marriage, if there's like this huge problem, like enormous problem in your life, you don't want to just build it alone and have your spouse not even have a clue what you're doing mm-hmm. and then come and then you've been porn free for six months and then you instigate the process with your wife and then they're they're traumatized just as if you did it like an hour ago. Yeah. Whereas you're like, well, I've been porn-free six months. And they're like, yeah, but this is brand new for me. Yes. Yeah. And so then the process is so much more delayed. And so we just encourage, man, just bite the bullet. <laughs> fully yeah. disclose. Don't do your confession early.
1: Yeah. But you need coaching how to do yeah. that. Because, um, you know, and I think that's why writing it down is so important. Because, guys, w- the reason why we say that is because part of the thing that swirls around your pornographic habit um, addiction is deception. You know how to talk about it in a way that makes it sound better than it is. That you know a way of how to, you know, make it, you know, seem like it's different than what it really is. And you have these addictive patterns in your life, this understanding of life as a whole. So you need coaching how to do this um, and, you know, to to give a proper disclosure. Because if you do it staggered, it's going to just cause more hurt and pain. So that's why you need coaching. You need support to help you in that moment. And then the groups are going to be great because they're going to help you learn some of these addictive patterns and thinking processes and blind spots in your life that you've built up over the years that you don't even know are running in the background of your life. So that's why it's important that you have that support. You can't do disclosure without support. It's just... It's so important that you have that.
0: Yeah, and all those groups that you're talking about, then you meet with the group and then you learn about yourself and then you go to your spouse and you're like, man, this is what I'm learning. And then you can you build your marriage that way. So it's really cool. I just want to kind of wrap up with a couple things. When you're apologizing to your wife, don't do it vaguely or generally. Don't say, hey, I'm sorry for what I've done. Be like, I'm really sorry for... for the hurt that you, that I've caused you. I'm really sorry for now the questions that you have. If you, if she brings it up over and over and over again, and just, you know, every time, like, I'm really sorry that this is on your heart, that this is now caused division, that this isn't your dream for marriage. I'm like, just apologize for those things generally and be willing to say the word sorry and do it over and over. I mean, in, in scripture, I, I think we talked about this recently, but, it says to forgive 490 times Mm -hmm. like 70 times Mm -hmm. seven in a day like you can do the same when you know you've caused harm like you can apologize just over and over but do it specifically and and initiate that too like don't wait for them to ask you to apologize like just go and, and that'll help rebuild trust yeah and then and then really just just pray pray for your spouse pray for your wife Pray for their heart and their mind. Pray for protection around attacks to the enemy because mm. they will have these, these. you know, Kelly, who coaches our wives, calls it a, a foothold that becomes a stronghold. Like there will be be these thoughts that come in that then will be so strong and all of a sudden she'll be so mad at you because of something that's been been dwelling in her mind. And so pray for protection around that um, and really just trust God with the process and the timing she's going through to encourage her to get support encourage her to get coaching or a group. And, and you don't have to be the one that fixes it. This is a a message to every man. You don't have to be the one that fixes it. This is a situation where she's going to have to get help elsewhere and specifically from the Lord. And so trust the timing, Um, be okay with his process, see what you're learning in that process, what he's shaping in you and, and just don't stop praying for her.
1: Yeah. And one thing I'll, you know, I'll add to this too is, what we're sharing with you here too, like we said, your unique situation, unique couple. We can't guarantee you what her response will be. We don't know. You don't necessarily know in those moments because you're it's often dealing with a very traumatic, painful thing. And even the process of healing over on, we don't know these things. But as an individual, as a man, you have a choice in the matter of how you're going to respond to this thing that's in your life and in your marriage. Um, and so don't base your choices based on what you think she's going to do, or even her initial reaction, you know, if she gets really hurt and upset, um, blows up, throws you out of the house. I I mean, I'm not speaking that over your life, but I, like I said, we can't guarantee you what's going to happen there. But what I will say is you make a choice to move forward, to get support around you, find support for your marriage. Um, you're making choices that are based out of wisdom for sure. Um, regardless of your circumstances surrounding your, your life right now and whatever could happen there. Because not doing it based on the consequences is, is a worse place to put yourself into, for sure. Because you're avoiding. You're avoiding something that needs to be dealt with. Um, it's a festering wound in your life and in your marriage. you got to deal with it. Let God deal with it. Um, otherwise, you know, it'll, it'll be worse. So the way that you try to save yourself often by not dealing with something will end up making it worse for you. So we encourage you today. Yeah, this might be scary. Like it might be scary thinking through that. Hey, I got to do this. Um, I got to get support. I got to, you know, tell my wife, disclose to her. That might be really scary for you. And we acknowledge that feeling you have. I get it. I was there with you, man. <laughs> I totally get it. But I'm going to tell you those feelings of fear that you're having right now, pray about them, give them to God and understand that he's going to help you through with this. And, you know, if you move forward in these ways of getting support and rebuilding and reconciling and rebuilding that, that trust and, and, and moving forwards and freedom and sobriety and all these great things, you know, you're, you're on your level, you're making choices right now to just um, invite God into this instead of managing on your own because managing on your own is not going to work. I'm going to tell you that right now. So we encourage you, let's just lean into God here. Let him lead you here. Okay. Um, that's what we're really encouraging with let god direct you and guide you in this thanks so much for checking in with us we hope you have a great week see you guys next week
0: thanks for listening if you would like to hear more please visit purevictorypodcast.com to subscribe this podcast was made possible by the generous donations of our subscribers if you would like to help support the cause financially once again please visit purevictorypodcast.com